What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. I'm your host, Matt. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And on today's podcast, I'm joined by a very special guest, a member of the Providence women's hockey team, Isabel Hardy. Uh, We discuss many things throughout this interview. Uh, We talk about her college hockey experience with Providence and how she dealt with the challenges that this year brought because of the pandemic. And we also discuss about her journey to D1 college hockey, playing with the Oakville Hornets in the PWHL. However, before we get to Isabel's interview, I'd just like to ask if you can please follow our social media accounts on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at College Hockey Talk. Also follow our Spotify account and subscribe to our Apple Podcast account and leave a rating and review. Doing these things helps our podcast grow, helps new people find us, and I really appreciate it if you did those things. It means a lot to me. Here's the episode. Enjoy, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's episode, I'm joined by sophomore from the Providence women's hockey team, Isabel Hardy. Welcome to the podcast, Isabel, and how's everything going? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Now, this year's college hockey season was obviously very different to last year. Uh, What individual challenges did you face and how did you overcome some of those challenges? Um, Well, with COVID and all, it was kind of hard because we had a lot more restrictions. Can't like hang out with like our normal friends unless like they're on the team. So obviously that was like hard mentally. And then with hockey, like I got COVID at one point. So that was kind of frustrating. And then the whole process of coming back. But I think like having the team there helped it out a lot. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I guess I've never really talked, interviewed someone who's actually had COVID. Um, How are you doing? And uh, what's their symptoms like, I guess? Um, I'm doing well now. I just had like cold symptoms, like headache and a cough and a stuffy nose. But I know a few of my teammates lost their taste and smell, and some of them are still dealing with that, which kind of sucks for them. Yeah, I know. I can't even imagine what it's like not to taste things. That must be weird. (laughs) Uh, What is, like, the process for getting back after getting COVID, especially in college hockey? Because I know it's kind of a much larger, longer process than, uh, like, the NHL. Yeah, I think it was, like, five to seven days. So I had to do a bike test every day. And then for the end, I also had to do, like, some conditioning. And then she just, like, our trainer would monitor our heart rates and just see, like, make sure we're not dying, basically. And then we had to do AKGs again to make sure our heart was okay. Oh, wow. So, but your team was also ranked this year as well. Uh, Let's talk about some of the hockey things that happened this year. Uh, how did you deal with the pressure of being a ranked team in the nation, and especially with all the expectation and outside noise that comes with it? Um, obviously, there's a lot of pressure because we always want to win, and people coming at us because we are ranked. Um, we just worked a lot harder in practice and games, and that just gave us like a lot more of a push and motivation to go that much harder and stay on top. Now, speaking of yourself, what has been the biggest improvement you've made to your game since last year? I think I learned to skate with the puck more and be more confident, which helped out a lot this year and just making a lot more plays and using my speed. Now, obviously this season had no fans in attendance. Was it weird not to play in front of any fans and was that an adjustment for yourself? Um, It was a little odd because, I mean, you don't have like the parents up there and the support of the fans. So it was interesting at first, but eventually we got used to it. Well, I'm, Hoping next year we can have fans again. Yeah, I'm hoping the same thing, too. And you also had to deal with a lot of schedule changes uh, to your schedule this year. 
Um, how did you deal with all the postponements and schedule changes that happened? And what was the key for maintaining flexibility for this season? Um, I think just staying ready because obviously we knew like the schedule could change at any point. So being on our toes at all times helped us be able to prepare for those changes that we weren't expecting. Now, three and three overtime was also introduced to college hockey this year. Uh, what was that like for yourself being an offensive player and having more space on the ice and having more chances for offensive opportunities? I honestly liked it a lot because it allowed for like us to make a lot more plays, passing, skating, which allowed to have more opportunities, which made the game go a lot faster, which I liked a lot. Yeah, and talking to other college hockey players about that three and three overtime, they were saying how you have to be much more defensively minded in those situations because if you make one little defensive mistake, it can cause an odd man rush. Is that something you notice when you are in those three and three overtime situations? Yeah, for sure. Like if you weren't with your man, then there was an odd man rush, and hope that whoever's on your team playing defense, they can stop that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, speaking of this off season, what did you do during the off season, especially with a lot of uncertainty with ice time being limited and gyms being closed? Well, back home, I couldn't really get on the ice because everything was closed. Um, so I did a lot of shooting and stick handling at home. And then I have a gym at home. So I did that as well, because for the majority of the summer, um, our gyms were closed back home. So it was a lot tougher to get things done, but it was manageable. Yeah, and um, I want to start off now talking about the Hockey East playoffs that you were just involved with. Um, my first question to you is, what did you learn from your first Hockey East playoff experience your freshman year against New Hampshire, and how did you use that experience for this year's Hockey East playoff run? Um, I learned that it doesn't really matter where you are ranked because anything can happen, which happened to us last year. We ended up losing first round. Um, and then coming into playoffs this year, we just went in with that mentality that we know that anything can happen, so we have to make sure we're giving our all. Now, your team made the tournament this year. This was the first time Providence made the tournament in quite some time. Uh, what was your reaction when you found out you're, you were going to Erie? We were all very excited because it's something that hasn't happened here for a while, so we're just very excited to be able to go down there and represent our school. Nice, and where were you when you found out? Um... I was still in the hotel for quarantine, but I was on FaceTime with a few of my friends back here and they're all excited and like screaming. Everyone was sending videos in our team group chat, which was cool to see. That's awesome, man. Now, what's it like being a player in that tournament atmosphere in Erie? Because it was a lot different than previous uh, national tournament experiences. And what was it like being a player in that atmosphere? Um, it was pretty cool. We had a lot of COVID protocol, so we had to get tested every day. Um, which was good because then they're making sure we're all staying safe. And I just thought it was so cool, like walking into the rink and then seeing the whole ice and like the signs for the tournament was really cool and sick. Yeah, and as what's Erie like, I guess, outside the rink because I've never really been there before or never really heard of it before? Um, I guess it kind of reminds me back home a bit, like being on the lake was kind of nice. Um, I guess like your typical town, like, stores everywhere. Our team was really excited that there was Tim Hortons there <laughs> and Krispy Kreme. Yeah, definitely. Are you more of a Tim Hortons fan over Dunkin' Donuts? Because I know that's a big thing up in Providence. Um, yeah, Tim Hortons for sure. Awesome, awesome. I'm more of a Dunkin' guy, but I definitely can respect that opinion. Mm. Now, what was your mindset heading into the national tournament? Because your team lost the hockey's championship game. So I guess, like, what was the mindset heading into that game against Wisconsin? 
Um, well, we knew Wisconsin was a good team, but going in, we knew we had a lot of talent in our team and there's a chance that we could win and you never know what will happen. So just positive vibes like the whole way through and supporting the team and everyone around us to keep everyone going and pushing so we all go hard. Now you lost to Wisconsin in that tournament game. However, what did you take away from the overall experience of being a player in the national tournament and just the game itself? I think just being there was pretty cool. And then even after the game, the girls were a little upset because we lost. But in the end, everyone was so proud of each other that we made it that far. Now I want to transition and talk about the beginning of your hockey career before you went to Providence. You're from Oakville, Ontario. What was it like growing up there and how did you start playing hockey? Um, so I played there my whole like life pretty much. Um, my dad coached me for majority of it. And I started playing because one of my friends wanted to play actually. And then I also have brothers who played. So being around them all the time just kind of got me into hockey. Um, I really enjoyed playing for the same team my whole life before college because I just knew so many people there. And it was really nice knowing people in the organization and then having all the support from different coaches, which was really nice. Now, who was your favorite player growing up? Um, when I was younger, I really liked Sidney Crosby, mm -hmm. <laughs> which I feel like is pretty typical. But now I really like Brendan Gallagher from Montreal Canadiens because he's really like nitty gritty and just gets in the corners. And you can see when he plays, he's in front of the net. He just bothers everyone and doesn't care. Is that something you want to bring to your game with Providence uh, for the next two years? Yeah, for sure. I want to be a lot more physical and then get on the pucks a lot quicker like he does. Now, before Providence, you played for the Oakville Hornets. Uh, How did you get the opportunity to play with that organization? Um, well, I guess I started playing there when I was younger. So then I feel like just being in Oakville already helped me. Um, and then once I got older, um, just like tryouts and all of that. And then the junior team, I was very lucky to get offered a spot to play junior there, which I was really excited about because I obviously want to stay in my hometown. So I think that was very nice. Now, in Oakville, you played with many wonderful players during your time there. How did playing with those type of players help your hockey development for college hockey? I think it helped me learn a lot of things, like each player, like there's a lot of them that I play against now and they all have their own set of skills. So playing with them just taught me like a lot more about hockey, which I was able to take that and use it in my game. Yeah, and uh, how did you your time in Oakville help prepare you for college hockey with Providence? Um, so we had a lot of coaches there. Like a few of them actually worked with the U18 Team Canada team, and now they coach um, in the NCAA. So their knowledge helped out a lot at practice, doing like skills and just teaching a lot of like common hockey sense helped me out a lot and to prepare me to come here at Providence. Now talk about your recruitment process and why did you choose to come to Providence? Um, so I emailed schools. Uh, I chose Providence because I liked how it was a small school and I knew a few girls back in Oakville who like my dad coached that came here and they really liked it and all had good things to say, which made me be like attracted to the school and I love it so much here. Now, what was the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey? Was it the speed of the game or was it the mental side of the game, making quicker decisions with the puck? Um, I think it was a bit of both because obviously the girls are a lot stronger here than they are back in Oakville. So the speed was a big difference. And then also just like 
the play was so much quicker so like adjusting to that and then I guess you also have like your mental side like you won't play as much when you're coming in compared to when I was back in Oakville I was like one of those top players who was relied on for everything we're here you have a lot more variety of girls to choose from yeah and how'd you adjust to that being in and out of the lineup I guess or not being having the role that you used to in juniors um I think you just got to come and accept the fact that it's going to happen. You're not always going to be number one, but that just motivates you to work a lot harder to get back to that top spot. Now, what's it like to play under Coach Kelly, and what have you learned under him so far? Um, I learned he likes a lot driving the net, so I've been working on that, and he's an amazing coach. He's really fun, and he understands the game a lot, which is really good, and he's also able to be serious but then also have fun with the team, which I like a lot. Yeah, and the freshman class for your team had a huge impact on your team this year. Uh, what, what, what was your overall thoughts on their impact that they had, and how did you help their transition into college hockey? Um, I think they did a really good job at helping out the team, which was really good. They're all very skilled. Um, coming in, our team was very welcoming, which helped them be more comfortable right away, which I think allowed them to play to their best, which was really good. Now, you had the chance to play with many wonderful players for, during your time in Providence. One of those players was Whitney Dove. Uh, what was it like getting the chance to play with her, and what was she like as a teammate both on and off the ice? I love playing with Whitney. She was very, like, good. She was one of those players who would be, like, very focused and work really hard on and off the ice. She was very serious during games and practices, but then she was also a lot of fun off the ice and very nice, which I liked a lot. And you also got to play with Hunter Barnett. Uh, what was it, what's it been like to play with her so far this year? And talk about the impact she's made to the team as a transfer from RIT. I think she's helped out a lot being a center, um, playing her role, winning face-offs, which is very helpful. Um, I'm actually really good friends with her, and we're from the same area, so I like that a lot. And I think she's been a wonderful um, addition to our team. So we're now in the non-hockey segment of the podcast, and my first question to you is, what music do you like listening to before a game? Um, like some HCDC, <laughs> older music, I guess, or some EDM. Nice. Who's your go-to artist for EDM? Um, I just mix it up all the time. I honestly don't really pay attention to the artists. Now, what is your biggest pet peeve? Um, I honestly don't know. Mine will probably be bad drivers just because it can get annoying if you need to go someplace. And here in New England, it can get pretty annoying because there's some sometimes a lot of really bad drivers. I've noticed that here. <laughs> so that's my pet, pet peeve. Now, what is your favorite outdoor activity? Um, I like just like walking around, going to the water and just hanging out outside. I like that a lot. Nice. Now, speaking of your teammates, uh, who is the funniest teammate at Providence that you have? I think Sierra Barone. She's a character. I love her so much. She's one of my roommates, so we're always laughing in here. Now, besides yourself, who has the best style on the team? Um, I'd say Chloe, our captain. She always shows up to the ring, like for games with a different outfit on. There's always a lot of style in there. Now, what is your favorite app? Snapchat. <laughs> nice, nice. Now back to some hockey questions. Now my first one is how do you balance both the academic and hockey side of being a student athlete? Um, obviously it's tough. There's not much time, but 
I tend to have to do my work either before or after practice. Sometimes I'm even at the range between lift and skate doing work, which I guess you get used to like managing your time. At first it was really hard though. Nice. And what, what advice would you give younger players trying to pursue a division one college hockey scholarship? Um, I tell them to work hard and just keep pushing. Um, obviously don't give up. Um, and if they keep working hard and doing their best, they'll eventually get there. Now, what should be done to help grow women's hockey, in your opinion? Um, I think maybe, like, showing it off more on social media. I feel like there's, like, that stereotype, like, oh, girls' hockey isn't bad. But I feel like people who say that don't, like, see high-level hockey. So I feel like if there's, like, more high-level hockey highlights out there, they'll realize it's actually good and more people will want to watch it. Nice. And I guess, like, what, what, how, what would you say to those people to help change their mindset on that? Um... Maybe, maybe show them like a clip and then usually it's people I find who like don't actually play hockey let's say that so kind of tell them like it's not that different like yes boys hit but then the girls like we skate with the puck more and make more plays so it's a different kind of hockey which is very cool to watch. Now is there any shout outs you'd like to give to any of your teammates friends or family members before we let you go? Um, I guess shout out to my parents for helping me get this far. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Isabel. I really appreciate it. It was a pleasure getting the chance to meet you. Stay safe, and you're one of the most underappreciated players in hockey, East, in my opinion, and you're one of my favorite players to watch as well, so I just wanted to let you know that. Thank you for having me. No problem. I just wanted to say thank you so much to Isabel for coming on the podcast. It really means a lot to me, and I just can't say thank you enough to her really means a lot to me like I just said and I wish her nothing but the best uh, for her next few years with Providence I know she's going to do great things thank you everyone who listened to this episode it means a lot to me as well make sure you follow our social media accounts and subscribe to our YouTube channel this interview will be you can watch this entire interview on our YouTube channel so make sure you subscribe and like those videos it really helps out a lot I'll see you guys next time with another great podcast but until then take care everyone and have a great day bye Talk to me, it's what I want the most in my life They say you're out of my league, but I don't give a damn No, deep down, I know you want it You wanna take a leap and jump in, oh, oh, oh You wanna fall in love You get me spinning, wouldn't it be awesome? If you just kissed me slowly and had me in your arms If I could make you see it, baby, with yourself
you get-